Okay, uh, okay, we're live. So what's up, y'all? Welcome to episode 29. Uh, we got Victor here, which is going to do a talk about the boys season three. Um, Hell yeah. Are you, Victor? Hell yeah. Hell of a season. <laughs> um, Hell of a season. So I, I think we can kind of go like maybe not episode to episode, but kind of just like like um, key highlights. Like I, I think that'd be a good one. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Um, just want to say thanks so much for having me back. Yeah, so of course. Really appreciate it. Second time on the show. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, and yeah, I, um, I don't know. Would you like me to start or would you like to go first? Please, you have the floor. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, I think, okay, I guess this podcast, there are spoilers in it. <laughs> so I guess that should be a disclaimer first um, for the season. Uh, but yeah, I think, uh, I honestly think, uh, like comparing to the first and second, it is overall like, a notch up i think in terms of the writing um i think especially given like it's only eight episodes about like i think 50 minutes ish roughly for each episode um that means that there's not a lot of time overall right for the season but i felt like for aside from the last episode which i think uh, uh, at least i'll talk about my you know, personal opinions more in um it was like it was there was no filler like every scene um etc it was just there to move the plot along also develop the characters right kind of really talk about some very heavy themes that you know are reflective of reality we can talk about like toxic masculinity um we can talk about uh what's another example um the idea of like you know love and relationships right and um, communication how much people are willing to sacrifice for their loved ones how much they're willing to sacrifice to morality stuff like that um but yeah I, I think overall yeah so season really great overall I do think the finale uh does bring it down a notch um <laughs> uh, but like it's still a really enjoyable experience um I don't know what do you think Ryan I yeah those I pretty much every like entirely um like in capitalist what i've been thinking i i don't think i've seen a show where it's like you watch the first season you're like okay like obviously they're gonna make more seasons but it could end like it could end right here and like there's not really any loose like big big loose ends hmm. um after after season one obviously with the way like you know homelander blowing up the house and dropping them off at like butcher scene becca and ryan and stuff obviously that's like a huge uh cliffhanger and they they obviously set it up that way for season two but i think mm -hmm. like with a bit of editing like they could have just like they could have tied it up with a bow really nicely um and then season two comes along it's like okay like you know is this going to be just as good it's way better than season one and then season three comes along it's like oh my god it's way better like <laughs> I, I haven't seen a show like especially like a like a like a show based on this um like superheroes like that's improved every single season and i think it's it's it 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 harps actually the whole idea of of um of the boys and so it's like it's so real like you would totally see this like it, it's it's the immersion that they've created and mm. um as as an audience like it, it, we really feel like you know if if super superheroes were real they of course they'd be corporate entities to make cash to, to make money because that's what it is money drives everything right it's not yeah. you know it's, it's it's our idea of a superhero that matters more than their actual deeds but in and obviously the finale of, of season three was um was a bit of a it, it's exactly what it says it's a bit of a letdown i think the fight scenes in it were super cool um 
the only I think we'll just jump back and forth here, like between the between the seasons, but or the episodes. But mm-hmm. uh, the one thing that I thought, like the fight scene was super cool. The biggest letdown was like Starlight's power up, like where she <laughs> absorbed like I don't even know how, like every single industrial light in the room, <laughs> and she had one shot, and that was it. Didn't even do anything. Soldier boy, just like yeah, Soldier, yeah. Soldier boy was just like got back up. I was like, okay, that was like a thirty-five second scene of Huey turning on the lights. Um, but, but I, but in that though, like it, it that was kind of like the only like what the hell was that kind of moment in the episode for me. <laughs> but, but in that though, like you got Huey's. I, th- I think, I think every character had a really cool redeeming arc. Like let's let's just break it down. Like Butcher. Um, he he kind of showed that you know his he wants to he wants to change like clearly he wants to change right like he, that in that um vision he had that nightmare like he felt so bad for his brother he wants to change but he he wants he he wants to be a better person for Huey like Huey's like his redemption like his second chance at at making up for um him abandoning his brother and and, and, and like indirectly causing his brother's suicide but then at the end it's like he's still so consumed by his hate for, for Homelander and like his, his need for revenge. He ultimately becomes his dad again. So it's like, he's a, he's a tragic hero, right? Where it's like, he has that chance for redemption over and over. And he has a character that loves him unconditionally, just like his brother, just like Huey. But in the end, he lets both of them down. I think that's, that's his fatal flaw, right? He's doomed to let people down because he's so consumed by his, his need for vengeance and need for, for revenge. Yeah. That's a really um, great point that you make. I I think it's it's I guess going back to that earlier point, you talked about how the show is so immersive, right? And like you could totally see someone like Butcher being a real person, like an actual mm-hmm. person who would try to go after um, powerful figures. Like like we don't have superheroes, at least none that I am aware of <laughs> in our current reality. Um, but if they did exist, or even with people with a lot of political power, you could totally see that being the case someone who goes after such figures with a lot of power that has like a personal vendetta um but they're not like a person with just like a single dimension right they're these complex nuanced characters and like there's reasons for i guess butcher um like he like i, I won't talk about the way that i was written but it makes um but like butcher has a lot of um I guess, care and love for Ryan, right? Who's his mm-hmm. wife's son, right? It's not Becca's son. And um, like that, there's nuance to that. Because if he was just someone who was like, uh, I don't know if you've, I've, I've read the comics or at least part of them. And it's much more uh, unrealistic, I'll say, compared yeah. to the show. Um, and in that, uh, like there's still like some degree of nuance, et cetera. But like the, the butcher in there is just much more, uh, I guess, uh, what's the a psychopathic all of it mm-hmm. that way right somewhere everything just for the sake of revenge etc and like but the show um the show butcher i suppose like yeah he's just much more nuanced he has these components um so he's really touched upon um like his uh younger brother as well as huey right the comparisons between there like he does let huey down but he also like knocks him out um to you know in a uh, I guess an attempt to prevent him from using 10B, right? Yeah. Um, at the um, series, or sorry, not the series, the season finale. And, you know, there's like, you can see like these components of Butcher trying to be a better person, but also, like you mentioned, that archetype, right? That tragic hero. 
and it, that just makes it so much more believable. There's so much more nuance and immersion, right? You could see someone like that easily existing um, within their current reality. So for all the, you know, I guess going back to like Starlight and having that whole like half a minute um, power up, etc. Only to, uh, yeah, like she she definitely seems nerfed. Like I think Butcher did more damage to Soldier Boy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they did nerf her quite a lot. Like, they kicked the shit out of Stormfront too, and like there, she had no lights near her. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. So, um, but I, 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 I think you brought a great point about Butcher's nuance. I think the last thing I'll add about that character before I think we can move on to to like some of the other storylines is is his him thinking oh his way of protecting people and to keep the people him he loves safe is to leave them, but literally everyone is telling him no don't leave me. I need you. I want you here. Like his brother, Ryan, Huey, every single person is, is telling him that. And he thinks like he is so consumed by his fear of not wanting to hurt somebody. He just leaves them. But inadvertently that's what ends up hurting them. Like, it's just right. Like he pushes people away to love them. And it's, it's so fascinating that, that that's his trait, but yeah. yeah that's some really excellent insight. Actually. I, I think that, that component it just adds again to that tragic hero archetype right um but you yeah you definitely see that like within this season and i don't know how season four will be but like i, I guess um at the end since ryan ends up uh staying with homelander right like that's a direct um consequence of butcher's actions and you know i think that's interesting in itself because there's always that i don't know you see that quite often i guess there are real life examples too but also a lot within media of there being like a noble um aspect or intention towards you know just trying to uh not tell the people you love about your intentions trying to like cover up and have all that um take all the pain etc right but there's a really real um component of that too which is more i wouldn't say like it's not as good intention that fear that you talked about right in terms of um oh i i don't want to um let them know about let's say the things that i'm doing or about like sharing uh the burden etc and i think that's a very applicable message in real life too right where it's often done um there is like perhaps you could even call it an almost selfish component of not wanting to uh, let the other person know so it kind of takes away some of their agency and autonomy for example right because they can't make decisions anymore because they don't have the same knowledge that you have right for mm. such an event but i think um a lot of the times like in the long term it just hurts the person right because you're withdrawing yourself away from them you're not sharing these things and we see that directly with ryan so that's such a i don't know yeah that i think that's a really excellent point that you bring up and it's going to be I guess we've kind of been praising the finale, actually. The, um, a lot yeah, I, I, well, I, I think that just speaks to like how good of a season it was, though. It was a crap. Oh, I don't want to use the crappy because I, I definitely softened up on it. it. It's a they they kept the status quo, and you can you can tell they're 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 it's a lead up for like a freaking I I what I'm assuming will be just an absolute bonkers season four, and I think season four might, might probably be the last season. Like I don't see i don't see the narrative like like i I feel like these showrunners are so self-aware that like they're they're not they're cognizant about not um stretching out the narrative too far like because i i honestly i think they would have killed off soldier boy in season three like there's gonna be some big massive like just apocalyptic 
thing happening in season four, I think, because now mm-hmm. like Ryan is pretty much like on the verge of becoming evil, just like his dad. Um, Soldier Boy is going to get released by like the the CIA or the FBI to 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 do some crazy thing, right? Like Mallory like has him under control now, but or in 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 her captivity. Um, but yeah, so I think I think like I think like if you look at it like the finale that way, it's like okay, it's it's a really good setup for season four. Yeah, it's like it, it's I feel like we could view it in a better light, but if you just look at it in a vacuum, it's like okay we've wasted this entire, not wasted, but we spent this entire season, like, hyping up, like, here's Soldier Boy, oh, who's gonna die? And then nobody dies. <laughs> not one person died. I thought Maeve was going to die. <laughs> I thought Maeve was gonna die, too, and then she didn't. They didn't even kill Maeve. I'm like, what? You they they did Maeve. do Black Noir on the Dirty, though. Oh, my God, that was tragic. Oh, let's see. What a, what a, what a, what a creative way to add like nuance to a character though like him him hallucinating all those he's obviously unable to speak right like because we we find out he his head was pretty much um slapped onto like a like a burning car by by soldier boy but and um not able to speak but he's he's still able to like clearly think very deeply and 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 like i think he was like kind of the only person in the seven that homelander kind of respected so like he, it genuinely hurt him to find out that um you know, Blackhorn knew that Homelander had a like a biological father and, and didn't tell him. Like it, it it definitely pained him to to have to kill him like that like, in such a brutal way too. Yeah, you're right. Um, I yeah, I I, I kind of wish that there was like a Black Noir versus Soldier Boy finally. Yeah. Um, fight down um, or beat down, but I, I agree with you. I think it was quite brutal. And going back to the cartoon characters, yeah, it's such a... Because um, in the first and second season, like, you see him, and I think he's mostly done for, um, I guess, like, comedy, mm-hmm. per se. Um, and, you know, there's evidently fun aspects of that, too. But, like, yeah, this season, they're really able to, like, um, just up the notch, right, and improve upon, um, like, who he is, his backstory, how, like... Uh, complex he is too right like he's a lot more sympathetic and tragic because you realize that like yes he has a very rich in the world but like it's also his mental age is probably not that high right mm-hmm. as a result of all the brain damage per se um so him going back to fight soldier boy to want to uh, or i guess like to be allied and be back with homelander just makes it all the more tragic right in terms of his death um and I think uh, just yeah, going back um, to some other points that you made, I I don't know. I, I think that the finale, it yeah, once again, <laughs> certain parts that was <laughs> I guess could describe it as trash, etc. Right, um, but I think that's also like in comparison, it's just because of how well done the rest of the season is. Put it that yeah. Way. Um, like I think so you mentioned about how uh, for the boys overall <laughs> I guess in contrast to Marvel <laughs> I'll just do a quick I'll dig in there um, but I don't see the show being uh, too long in terms of how many seasons it has right like I think yeah season four could probably be a good place to end it off but like if it goes beyond that like probably season five season six at most I would um, bet I suppose I, I don't think it would go too far like I think like the end of season three in terms of like homelander receiving like 
public support or love in some sort of way where people are um, cheering him on, even though he just killed, um, uh, I guess, a pacifist or like a non, like not a threat, like someone who just threw a, a can, right? And, and, and they support him from him. Like that, because I think Homelander, remember how um, earlier in the season he kind of threatens Starlight where like they have the whole, um, the flight video and you know, he's like, if you release that, I'll just like wipe New York off the map and yeah. just kind of destroy America, etc. Right. So I, I think this component at the end of the season, uh, where he has this public support for him now, even though he's just killed someone in broad daylight, right? That's probably a way to keep him more stabilized. I think so. Hmm. Right. I, I don't know the exact quote, but it's like, yeah. So when he was talking to Starter, he's like, you know, like. I prefer to be love, but like, if I don't like screw it, I'm just go nuclear. <laughs> right. Or it's like, and then, but she said like, we always knew that video was a bluff anyways, because like, you're not going to, you're not going to stop him. Right. Like it's, he, he's an unstoppable force. And, and so far there's been no immovable object, but yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right. Where like the disappointment from the finale stems from, oh my gosh, every episode just one up in each other, one up in the tension. It was so high. I think I I think I developed hypertension hypertension <laughs> watching it. Like every scene that Homelander was in, my heart rate like spiked. He kudos to Anthony. He should win awards for this. Like that'd be a crime. What a he I seeing him in pictures now, he's up there for me for um in terms of like I, I'd say performance, like. He embodied that character. I think. I think just as well as Robert Downey Jr. embodying Iron Man, if not, if not better. Like obviously, mm-hmm. the, the stylistic of the media are different, right? It was much more gory in in um, the boys, like people's heads explode. But I think in terms of in, in like seeing an actor and only seeing them in that character because they portrayed it so well, I think he's up there for me with, with Robert Downey Jr. Like that's that he was that scene where he was um, talking to himself in the mirror my goodness that was incredible he's like right like like they're human yeah. like they, they don't you don't need them like you don't need their approval and then like his his ability to portrayal genuine um genuine sadness when um uh like like soldier boy disapproved of him like i i, I think we'll have to spend an hour just talking about how minor but i won't too because i um yeah, it was meant to be a bit of a shorter recap, but yeah, I, I don't know. What do you think about 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 Anthony Starr's performance? I think that was the standout performance of the season too. Like everyone else brought it. Like every like the casting is incredible, but I think he head and shoulders above everybody else. Yeah, um, I agree with you as well. I, I think he's probably the most, at least for me, the most terrifying villain I've seen yet, personally, because like he's so. Like, he doesn't have a good set of um, morals or ethics, right? And he's so unpredictable in terms of... Um, but it's also really believable. Um, just, how, like, you can see his backstory makes sense, why he's that way. Um, you can see, like, glimpses of a better person, like that scene where he's talking to himself about wanting... Like, you know, out of... Like, you could describe it as being a selfish thing, but out of that desire for love, etc., you could see him trying to be better. Like, in the um, finale, he has that talk with ryan where he does a better job than butcher um ironically in terms yeah. of uh 
uh, well, maybe not ironically, but yeah, in terms of essentially being like, hey, it's not your fault, right? Like it was out of um, control accident where like your mom died, right? Yeah. Uh, and like, yeah, you see these glimpses, but at the same time, like if, but that's only because I think he sees Ryan as a, a extension of himself, right? Mm -hmm. His self-concept. And for everyone else who isn't, like it's, yeah, it, it's just so unpredictable what he's going to do. And that's, terrifying and all these like i remember um someone describing as like micro expressions on his face like all these like facial twitches that he does and yeah stuff, right <laughs> like that's it's like yeah anthony Starr's performance is incredible not just because of like the the writing um the lines that he's given but also like a lot of the the non-verbal performance that he has mm -hmm. right um and like in herogasm for example which i guess like probably oh, the best episode <laughs> what that was freaking wild <laughs> that was a true finale i was like <laughs> yeah but yeah it was it was really wild and um like like the part where you know where he finds out that butcher had superpowers and he gets knocked back by his laser beam and he's just yeah. like what the fuck and yeah, he's like, like scorch earth <laughs> yeah. that was incredible but like just his uh like anthony star's reaction as homelander to that like it's like there's all there's a there was like a it was kind of funny too right like seeing his like a surprise reaction to it and like once again it's you you still feel like he's such a terrifying villain but a lot of his responses are so genuine too right so mm -hmm. in terms of seeing when he re-teleported in the room and he's just like so confused like, at what? this person <laughs> yeah. yeah right uh, at this person that he looks down on right yeah and like it just makes it all the more believable because he's still terrifying he'll do what he wants he's this like yeah godlike figure with well, I guess we'll talk about May versus Homelander, and <laughs> that's a different thing. But um, like, you, at least I think prior to that, the expectations are is that he's such a notch above everybody else, right? That um, yeah, it's just so terrifying that he can really get away with whatever he wants. So, so yeah, I, I agree with you. I just think it's it's really immersive. But I, I love to hear your thoughts on um, Herogasm per se. Uh, yeah, that was just bonkers like like oh my the, the the guy with the with the with the long penis that can move around that was that was terribly disturbing him him running out with it on fire after soja boy exploded everything and the fact that termite literally just got stepped on and killed by homelander that was hilarious too um yeah like that was and then honestly like like so many characters kind of got like I've never seen a show where villain or not, you have felt sympathy for every character at some point, right? Mm -hmm. A-Train genuinely apologizing to Huey and then Huey still punching him in the face. We're like, oh, like what a dick. Like he just poured his heart out. He, he genuinely said sorry, like for his actions. Um, and then you thought it was going to be a big fight, but then no, he just apologized. And I like, I'm so surprised that that happened. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, like even in a even in a setting like an orgy with a bunch of heroes, they managed to squeeze that in there and still like address toxic masculinity. I think like bravo to the show writers. Like I that and and yeah, I don't wanna I wanna keep it like relative PG 13 because I don't wanna like uh but yeah, that was crazy. If anyone hasn't seen that, watch the show. Like it is I one of the best shows I've ever seen. 
I I second that so hundred percent. Or or even if you have extra time, definitely rewatch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I think um what you described with a train and um, with toxic masculinity, I think those these are also really two really um interesting sort of uh, I guess storylines that sort of unfolded over the season. Um, I feel like the topic of toxic masculinity is a much larger one because it, it's multiple characters, right? With one of them being Soldier Boy, um, for sure. Mm. Um, so I'll focus on A Train for now. Uh, but essentially, I, I think that, like, you know, in terms of him having that genuine apology, yeah, it, it, um, I didn't expect it as well, right? Me neither. Expecting there to be a fight. I thought Huey's reaction was like really, it, it made sense. Um, like he didn't expect that from Adrian and so he just didn't know what to do and he just lashed out right and I think um well I'm not saying that's okay but like I, I think that just once again it's just show evidence of like the really good I think story writing at that point he also feels at that point in time he's more um I guess like power driven he's um feeling like he has a lot more autonomy um in the world and so that's one way in which he takes control he uses his power right um, but also like a train's plotline because like in the first two seasons and like even in this season of course um he's been a very uh self-centered individual right and like um you know he cares about himself but he doesn't have like a strict set of like better morals or ethics that he strives for etc and so really seeing like a lot of um i guess payback <laughs> i guess pardon the pun um in terms of you know having his own brother directly affected over the course of the season etc um a lot of the um the themes of like blue hawk and whatnot and like because i at the end of hero orgasm when um a train dies i thought that like i was like okay that's a pretty good fitting end to the character like i don't think he was personally redeemed but like it was a redeeming act where like he sacrificed himself right um to stop someone who was you know out to do a lot more um discrimination and, and death right to black neighborhoods and the, yeah um, the boys and you know the next episode i think it was the next episode where he wakes up and like i'm like oh okay how are they going to do this and it turns out that he's received the heart of blue hawk yeah right? and you have ashley tell him that um it's just like it's so fitting like i did not expect i thought he was just going to die but it was so fitting to literally have the heart of someone who does not care, um, that doesn't have uh, like a sense of depth when it comes to like caring about others and caring about like like earlier in the season too. You have a train talk about like reconnecting his roots and essentially going back to like his, um, you know, I, I suppose his African like um, heritage and whatnot, right? And um, so to literally have a heart transplant with someone who doesn't care about that that sort of thing it just it suits his actions so well mm -hmm. up to that point right um so i don't know like i, I thought that was just a really a very well written story oh like, yeah what a beautiful metaphor too right where it's like he him and him and him and blue hawk uh, nighthawk blue hawk, nighthawk. Blue, hawk yeah. blue hawk they both cared like the same amount about the the black neighborhoods which is very little right and it's like one was just very open about it and like racist way. And one like, like the thought he was, you know, like still, you know, um, a big part of that community where, so I think to merge that together at the end, exactly. What you said, what a, what a, what an appropriate send off for him saying like, you haven't changed. Like you're still, 
this is still you. And like his brother called him out on it too, right? Where it's like, no, like this is, this is not right. No, not, no, no. That was before he died. In terms of his brother called him out? Yeah. Was that before or after? When he went and visited his brother who was um, like, in a wheelchair? yeah, yeah. Trying to help them into the bed and stuff. Was that after he killed Nighthawk or before? I think that was Blue. after. That was after. Right, right. So exactly. Right. Saying like him thinking like, oh, I've redeemed myself. He's like, and then, and then literally having someone tell him, nope, like you're still the same person. Like you literally haven't done anything. Um, and, and, and I loved, and, and on the last thing about Asia, I love that spoof of that super, super tone deaf Kendall Jenner commercial. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was just, yeah, that was like, honestly, that was embarrassing, <laughs> but I love that. They just tore that apart. Right. Or it's like, and it speaks to how self, like it, it's a, uh, these superheroes I think are, are, or uh, they're a metaphor of like celebrities, right? Like we, we put them on these pedestals, like they can't be touched. They can do whatever they want. They have a team of PR people to cover them up. They do causes, but only for like social media followings and points. And then it's like, it, it's, it's all these things, right? It's a, and I think it's, it's a, it's a great metaphor for that where we're, we shouldn't put all these celebrities on, on these pedestals and, you know, because they are all very self-serving. And, and I think it's, I don't think that's, inaccurate i think there's so little of them like i don't think it's like the general population i think are we're all very altruistic i like to believe that we're all very kind-hearted but if it's when people tell you you're great all the time and, and people literally put you on tv your face is plastered everywhere you know you're in all these movies i think it, you're bound to end up like very tone deaf yeah i agree with you i, I also generally agree with you that i think society that most people are I'll say good enough. I'll put it that way. Because if it wasn't the case, then we'd fall apart. Right? Mm-hmm. Like if I don't know, there's like whatever crime um, rate percentages um, occur. Um, you know, whether it's candidates or America, etc. Like if you take America for example, if let's say even if ten percent of the population, which is still a minority, but ten percent of the population went out and um, shot other folks, right? Like yeah, or, or like our. Uh, not our, but America's crime system would just be overloaded. Like it, it just society wouldn't be functioning, right? So I totally agree with you there. But I also think that um, the point that you make in terms of not putting uh, celebrities on pedestals, yeah, I hundred percent agree. I think that there's, um, I don't know, like I can certainly understand a lot of people um, valuing things like fame, etc. Right? But oftentimes it's uh, kind of oversaturated and overvalued to the point where um, even when um, celebrities do things that are more tone deaf, right? Like in the commercial, there is some backlash, but I think overall, like people just kind of move on and there aren't a lot of consequences mm-hmm. for a lot of celebrities um, all the time, right? And I, I think too, to kind of flip that um, for Starlight, because I, I think like she was um, a character in the season that tried to use her... Uh, I guess her fame um, for more, uh, I guess, benevolent purposes, right? To try and help people. Um, there was like, I think the uh, the orphanage or like the runaway um, uh, center for teenagers, et cetera. A lot of the things that she does, like, uh, but over like the course of the season, um, you just kind of see her buckle and break down under like bots influence and their homelanders um, influence, et cetera. And even for uh, celebrities that try to do better, you can see, well, at least um, looking at the boys, that there's a lot of um, limitations per se, mm. right? That it's, she's not actually able to do what she wants to do. 
Um, and I don't know. I, I guess there's that whole other conversation, which I don't think the boys directly uh, tackles. Could be interesting in itself for like, how do you change a system like that, right? Because you were talking earlier about like how a lot of um, the world is just run through like capitalism, like uh, more late stage capitalism, etc. Right? Where you know why people do things, how people react, how people make decisions. From like you know, I guess people in the working class all the way to people who are in charge of these companies. Um, it's just based on maximizing profits right and you know uh, kind of giving up morals or having to compromise because of that right it's it's yeah i think it's a horrible thing and i, I you see starlight kind of uh, the um then the latter half of the season the pressure is too much and she feels really ineffective so she just kind of gives up her spot and she decides to just to quit the system entirely right and I don't, I don't know if that's the only option, but I think it's sort of an interesting nuance, I guess, to add on. Like a lot of times you have these celebrities that are out of touch, like, and, you know, that are, they just hear all this fame, all this praise, and it can warp their world too. But even when you have the very few that try to actually make a difference and stay grounded, that that can be largely ineffective a lot of the time too. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I, 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 I think, I think quitting the system, like it, it, it won't change the system, but at least it'll make that specific individual happier. Right. Like, like mm. let's, let's, I'm sure we've all seen things where it's like, Oh, let's say like a celebrity just, you know, it's tired of the, is tired of the public eyes tired. So they kind of just go off the grid and they like, just don't, they're not, you don't see the movies anymore, but then you see content creators making like really just plainly like rude videos titled like why Hollywood won't cast blah 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 anymore like it's kind of turned around on them it's kind of they they've taken away all that autonomy so i think i think that was like um yeah so i think maybe maybe as we progress like the way to change the system is to have to be believe it but i think as of right now i don't i don't know if that's the solution because it, it just seems like it's too strong like it, it's you know like hollywood's gonna survive like leave, having a few of its actors leave like it's it's like fought right it's like I, I see them as kind of like uh, parallels of each other where it's like, oh yeah, exactly what you said. Right. Starlight realizes she literally is so limited by, by the corporate overlords that she has nothing left to do but quit and, and do her own thing. And, and, but then, but then it, I think I liked how the writers frame that too, where it's like, they didn't seem like it was a futile exercise. They, that she was actually able to um, influence real change. Um, and, and I think we just need people like that. We just need people power to, to kind of like, it, it's hard. Yeah. It, it's, it's like, what well, what's it? I don't want to get too much into geopolitics, but it's like when athletes are like sponsored by certain companies that have pretty, we'll call it questionable um, uh, origins and, and practices <laughs> and they are, they preach all these things. So it's like that, not to say that their message is wrong, but it's like, it does seem, it, it, I think it's harder for people to, digestively it's a lot easier to be cynical about the message like mm-hmm. let's say the message in itself is is right and it makes a lot of sense and it's 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 about bettering the world but but i feel like it's hard to look past and myself included i find i find myself doing that too it's hard for me to look past like where their source of income is from but let's say like a let's say like a super famous athlete like lebron for example he came out saying some things but he just said screw it no i'm not gonna be sponsored by anybody i'm not gonna be sponsored by anything um and then he came out, I think like the message would be 
a lot more crystal clear where instead um i think it, it's it's you're always going to have detractors but i think it's harder for people to call you out and call you a hypocrite and stuff like that so maybe maybe it's just for everyone to quit the system entirely i don't know it's 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 so hard to say right where it's like it, it's it's an unavoidable thing and i think it's what we talked about like um a bit ago too like off camera where it's like in the information age where it's like there's not there's really no true um act that's inconsequential like doesn't harm somebody in the end but i think it's just about doing the best that you can right it's like you know the better the more you know the better you become the better that you can do i don't think i don't think the best that you can do is a is a stagnant thing i think if you're constantly striving to be a better version of self the best that you can do is is bound to be better too so all that from the boys by the way so <laughs> ryan Wu, the ryan Wu podcast where where we stretch the shit out of messages from tv shows <laughs> there you go so we're, we're trying to i i guess add another layer to yeah keep watching um, the season but right on um but yeah no i i think those are some excellent points and i i guess that's another strength of the boys too right because it causes you to reflect upon mm. not just the show itself um but also upon like what you mentioned earlier ryan in terms of seeing how like immersive it is because like it reflects a lot of real life in many cases right um and i guess going back to what you talked about uh those are some really really excellent insights i, I think that's the points about um how you know do you decide to quit the system? If you do that, that's because of like personal happiness. I think that makes a lot of sense. Uh, you see that a lot with celebrities or actors. Um, I, I guess in the case of LeBron James, it would be a complete quitting, but like he did decide to quit from like brand affiliations, et cetera, right? And that does give more power in some sense, right? And more happiness, I will say, which is, well, I, I don't know if it's always necessary, but I do think that it is, um, in the long term of things to be sustainable you need that amount of happiness right like a minimum amount per se so it's yeah it's a best choice or best thing to keep in mind over the course of a long-term i guess life i'll put it that way and so um i think that another point that you made about like you know there is bound to be some sort of harm caused when you make things complex enough when you look at the scale of society I do agree, and it's hard to know exactly how your actions, I think, will turn out, especially in such a you know an ecosystem with so many complex moving parts and people, right? That's also really difficult to determine. But I think you know trying to do your best, having good intentions, um, also you know working on yourself because um, as we both will discuss off camera, the more um, if you're able to work on yourself, grow, um, learn, and know more things, then that kind of increases your own. Um, toolkit right for being able to help people i i think that's a incredibly important point too um you know i guess to bring it back to the boys for example if starlight didn't have her powers um if she didn't go into the seven in the first place um then she wouldn't be able to kind of like speak out against Vought and have like the changes that she did have right i guess that will remain to be seen Mm -hmm. about like whether her actions if they are enough or whether her actions and like the actions of let's say the boys etc are enough to kind of like uh i guess push back corporate america which i'll resume um or assume as vaught as uh representation in this mm -hmm. case i don't know i think that'll be up to the, the writers to determine that but i, I think at least there's some 
sort of progress, right? Like if, if Starlight didn't do the thing that she um, did within the season, then like there'd be absolutely no uh, chance at progress at all, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, it's still, it might be a very pessimistic thing um, overall, but like there's, if you don't try, you you know that it won't happen for sure. Right? Yeah, exactly. I, I think that's the message too. Like try, like just try. <laughs> I I think that's a that's a positive note to end it. I think thanks 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 for breaking it down with me. And I think uh, next time we got to talk about everything over all at once because I know you said you watched that twice, and I have still so many things left to say about that movie. So that theme of trying, that yeah, that theme cool. of trying, yeah. Okay, <laughs> thanks, Victor. Appreciate appreciate you coming on.